Good morning. I'm Aya Wimala, and today is Tuesday, October 5th. And here in northern Illinois, it's overcast, cooler, so we can feel a little tiny bit like we're moving into fall. So, I want to read, and then we can sit together. We've got, um, we're on day 23 of our pilgrimage to the sacred sites in India of the Buddha's life. And we're on 23 of 35. So day 23, we have a very short reading and a short reflection. Be your own island from Samyutta Nikaya 4714. And the reflection is again and again. These are two very well-known pieces. And that's from Samyutta Nikaya 7.12. So why don't I read these and then we'll sit. You can go ahead and sit in your meditation posture and uh, just listen to the words. may help calm your mind and certainly can help you turn your thoughts away from the everyday world and just focus a little more inwardly. So, day 23, be your own island. Once, not long after Venerable Sariputta and Venerable Moggallana had attained final Nibbana, the Buddha was staying among the Vajians on the bank of the river Ganges with a large number of bhikkhus. The Buddha surveyed the bhikkhus, who were all silent, and said, This assembly appears to me empty now that Sariputta and Moggallana have attained final Nibbana. It is wonderful that when my disciples act in accordance with the teacher's instructions, they will be revered and esteemed by the fourfold Sangha. It is wonderful that when such a pair of disciples has attained final Nibbana, there is no sorrow or lamentation in the Tathagata. So the fourfold Sangha, remember, are men and women lay people, and the bhikkhus and the bhikkhunis. And the Tathagata is the enlightened one. So his two really good noble friends and his two uh, excellent teachers, and they were, they were foremost in the group of bhikkhus. That, that's uh, Moggallana and uh, Sariputta, and they had died, and that, that's final enlightenment. Suppose that the largest branches of a mighty, a mighty tree were to break off. That is how it is for the Tathagata that Sariputta and Moggallana have attained final Nibbana. One may wish, may what is born come to be, conditioned and subject to disintegration, not disintegrate, but that is impossible. Therefore, dwell with yourself as your own island, with yourself as your own refuge, with no other refuge, and with the Dhamma as your refuge, 
with no other refuge? How does one dwell with oneself as one's own refuge? One dwells ardent, clearly comprehending, and mindful, having subdued longing and dejection in regard to the world. One dwells contemplating the body in the body, ardent, clearly comprehending, and mindful, having subdued longing and dejection in regard to the world. One dwells contemplating feelings and feelings in the same way. One dwells contemplating the mind in the mind in the same way. One dwells contemplating phenomena in phenomena in the same way. One who dwells with oneself as one's own island, with oneself as one's own refuge, with no other refuge, and with the Dhamma as one's refuge, with no other refuge, will be for me foremost of those keen on the training. Samyutta Nikaya 47.14 Beautiful, beautiful words. One may wish, may what is born come to be conditioned and subject to disintegration, not disintegrate, but that is impossible. So... Let's read the reflection now again and again. One morning in Sawati, the Buddha dressed, took his bowl and robe, and approached the residence of the Brahmin Udaya. Udaya filled the Buddha's bowl with rice. The next morning, the Blessed One again went to Udaya's residence, and the Brahmin filled the Buddha's bowl with rice a second time. The next morning, the Buddha again went to Udaya's residence, and after the Brahmin Udaya had filled the Buddha's bowl with rice a third time, he said, This pesky, this pesky ascetic Gotama keeps coming again and again and again. The Buddha recited these verses. Again and again they sow the seeds. Again and again the sky king reigns. Again and again the farmers plow the fields. Again and again the land produces grain. Again and again the beggars come and beg. Again and again the generous stoners give. Again and again when many gifts are given. Again and again the donors reach the heavens. Again and again, the dairymen milk the herds. Again and again, the calf goes to its mother. Again and again, we tire and we toil. Again and again, the heedless come to birth. Again and again comes birth and dying follows. Again and again, we are carried to the grave. Only by gaining the path for non-returning is a person of wisdom not 
again and again reborn. Hearing this, Udaya took refuge in Buddha, the Dhamma, and the Sangha. Samyutta Nikaya 7.12 So his realization that this is just, we, this goes on and on and on and on. He uh, became a student of the Buddha's teachings. Again and again. So, that's what we're all looking at, right? Over and over and over again. Everything just keeps the same things happen over and over and over again. So, why don't we sit together and let it be gratitude for the things that we do learn as we go, as we stay on the wheel over and over again. Gratitude for everything we learn and uh, expectations that we, we eventually learn enough to just let go of everything, not have to do it over and over and over again. So, allow yourself to close your eyes, relax, be aware in your body, feel your body and feel places where you have tension, tightness, resistance, See if your breath can just, as you breathe out, you can let go of some of that. This is your time. With each exhale, let the body relax. Just be aware of your breath. All the way from the top of your head down through your toes, allow your body to relax. Be aware of your physical body. With each exhale, let it relax a little bit more. Let go of the tension in your body.
with each inhale, smile and come back, be back in your body. We don't leave our bodies for this practice. This Everything we need to learn is right here. Instead, we really allow the mind to truly be part of this body. And allow anything that's rising in your body, just allow it to be present to you. Any emotions that arise, any cues from your body that there's some pain you're neglecting or there's some movement that your body needs to feel at its best. See if you can pay attention to that. Maybe something from the reading stuck in your mind. Maybe you're aware of that. Just have an awareness of it. You don't need to fix it or figure it out right now. Maybe it was soothing, maybe it was an unpleasant reaction, fearful. Or maybe it was exactly right for you to hear. Just allow it to be there. And then let it go. You can go back later to things that you want to deep, deep, deeper into the things that you might want to uh, look at more closely. But while we're practicing, just be aware of that thought that comes through, but then let it pass on.
Just keep coming back to your breath. Are you at peace with yourself? Or are you restless? Just be aware of what you're feeling at the present moment. Let's practice metta, loving-kindness, for a few minutes before we end. Just focus on yourself for a minute. Send, send good wishes, good feelings of kindness and love to yourself friendliness to yourself. We want to become our best friends. Accept yourself exactly the way you are right now.
Send loving thoughts, kind thoughts to yourself. Really soak them in, too. Really believe what you're feeling and sending to yourself. May I be well. May I be content and happy. May I feel safe in the world. May I be at peace with myself and others. Think of your loved ones. Think of a small group of those you love. Your family, your noble friends, your dear friends. You can choose a, just a small select number so you're not overwhelmed. Or you can think of the entire group of people that you think of as your love and your support. May all my loved ones be well and happy. May they be content. May they be may they feel safe in the world. And me may they be at peace with themselves and the world. Not attached, but at peace. And now just let your imagination sweep out cover all of this world and beyond. Include all living beings, animals, people, beings invisible to us, beyond our comprehension. Friends, enemies, people with different viewpoints about the world, beings totally beyond our comprehension and all beings being born and beings dying. May all beings be free from suffering and its causes. May they be free from fear and worry and anxiety free from hunger and thirst in the extremes of the weather. 
May all beings be able to care for themselves and may they be cared for lovingly by others if they are not capable of caring for themselves. May all beings respect the other and may all beings live in peace. Just sit feeling your heart just opening and opening a little bit more and more. And may everything we do, every word we speak, every thought we have, every action we take, be done not only for our own benefit today, but for the benefit of all of these other living beings. Make it count. Thank you, and thanks for being part of my practice.